At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of the Nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Bebefe. We just spent the last hour finishing up our summer conditioning series with the NFC West version, talking a lot of football. And it's football season. Training camp underway mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas. So what better way to prepare for it? And to get in a guy who talks to odds makers all across the country and gets the skinny on what's going on behind the window. We're talking about our good buddy, Patrick Everson, who's joining us here now to start the, the hardest working hour. man in sports betting. Media. Absolutely. Patrick, we appreciate your time because we know you have limited time because you're always uh, with all the nuggets and talking to a lot of these bookmakers. But to start off, let's talk a little NFL as we're getting closer to the season. Are you seeing or hearing from bookmakers about any interesting futures bets that are being made so far as we sit here on July 21st? Well, let's just, if we're talking futures, let's just take a look, dive right into Super Bowl futures, which are always, uh, uh, always an interesting market. And, and first off, I should say thank you to both for having me on. And, and, and Wes, your, your praise is very kind. I appreciate that very much. Uh, well, it's deserved, my friend. Well, uh, again, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, always, a, always a pleasure to get on uh, Vsin's airways, and I love coming on later in the day. I'm a night owl guy. That's, uh, <laughs> you guys are to a degree too. I'm totally good. Not that it's late here, of course, but uh, anybody listening on the East Coast, hopefully they are. It's, they're staying up late, and we appreciate it. So, so Femi, to your point, Super Bowl. I talked to a couple of different books about how futures is going. Futures are going right now. The Super Book, which uh, you know, it's. it's you know, it's in a few states, but obviously probably most heavily influenced by the activity that takes place in Vegas. And then Caesars, which also obviously has a, a big, a huge Vegas footprint, but is a little more spread out across the country, too. So there's some there's some interesting dichotomies and some similarities there. But in talking with Casey Dagnan behind the counter of the Superbook, it's the, the one similarity. Yes, the one similarity I should say is between those two, the Buffalo Bills. People are betting the Buffalo Bills. They, they feel that the Bills are the, pretty much the consensus favorites. I think they're the favorites at most shops or the co-favorites at the Superbook. Uh, they're the 6-1 co-favorites with Tampa Bay. And they are number one in ticket count at the Superbook. And they are number two in money at the Superbook. But what's kind of interesting is what Casey told me, and again, he's a senior risk super, supervisor behind the counter there. He said, look, we're getting you know a lot, a lot of tickets on the Bills, a fair amount of money on the Bills, but – they are not a liability at this point. They are still oh. a decent winner. 
thanks, thanks to that short price and the way that activity has been on some of these other teams. The Titans are actually number one in money, and it's by a substantial margin, Casey said, which I thought was kind of interesting. So obviously the Titans had a much had a much longer number. They're 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 driving up the the liability there. And I think they're thirty to one at the Superbook. You always shop around for these. Um, and then also at the Superbook, perhaps less surprising, you've got this regional bias creeping in, and that is with the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders are currently the Superbook's worst outcome. No question about it. If you jump over to Caesars, it's it's all bills. I mean, the bills lead in the ticket count. The bills lead in the handle. Adam Pullen, the assistant director of trading there, said uh, ultimately you, you have a wide variety of – ultimately you normally, usually you have a wide variety of bets on Super Bowl futures. So he just said, look, I think it's very rare that one team just totally dominates like the bills are doing right now. He says, I think the bills have all the momentum in the public dies. Like it's a matter of when, not if they're going to win the Super Bowl. So <laughs> bills are certainly an issue at Caesars. And the Raiders are getting some play at, at Caesars as well. Good in the ticket counts, but not among the top three in handle. Um, I think uh, a team that might be kind of interesting, the Chargers are kind of interesting uh, as I look over some of these numbers too. And then one bit of interesting, a bit of an interesting nugget on the Super Bowl for both of you. From Again, this is from Casey Degnan at Superbook. He said, I asked, give me some cl- action you classify as interesting. And he said, how about, action, how about non-action that's interesting? The Dallas Cowboys, he said, they've not drawn much action at all. Very surprising. They're usually one of the most bet teams, but no one seems interested in them this year. They're not even in the top 15 at the Superbook in terms of money wagered, and the book is a big winner to the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, Naked City Pizza here in Buffalo, based on what Patrick Everson is reporting to us, Naked City right mm-hmm. down the street from the Superbook, by the way, on Paradise Out Here. Yep. Fabulous establishment owned by uh, Bills fans, Bills Mafia in full force. And uh, Patrick, just looking at the week one uh, line, and, and look, the limits are low, so they're obviously not taking the highest of dollar amounts that they're going to take closer to game week. But pretty much sure. almost everywhere Patrick except a couple places I think stations I think South Point still have pick them out there the Buffalo Bills the road favorite against the defending Super Bowl champions uh so have you been just been hearing or I mean is this wise guy action that's moving this because people are so high on the bills I I I don't know if it's wise guy action or maybe a combination of of you know some some trickle down or crossover maybe from all the attention the Bills are getting in the Super Bowl market. But to your point, yes, a lot of, a lot of Bills minus ones there. The Rams defending Super Bowl champions at home, you know, getting the raise the banner and all that. And they're, and they're home. I mean, look, it's the slimmest, but they are home dogs. And what they're telling me at the Superbook is action is the money is pretty well split. Pretty good, pretty good two-way action on this at the Superbook. But ticket count two to one in favor of the Bills. And Casey told me that he wouldn't be surprised if they end up needing the defending champion Rams at home in this one. Now at Caesars, I think it's really a lot more interesting on this game. Now, and again, to your point, Wes, limits are low. There's not a ton of money in the pot. All the money is going to come in on the weekend of the games, or in this case, the Thursday night game, the bulk of the money is going to come in on that Thursday ahead of the NFL regular season opener. But that said, of the money that's in the pot right now, on the point spread at Caesars, 83% 83% of tickets, 91% of money on the Bills. Money line, 94% of tickets, 79% of money on the Bills. It's wow. all Bills. So, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the Superbook expects to need the Bills, but the money is a little more evenly spread at this point. Caesars, the money, it, it, it's just all Buffalo. The buy-in is at Caesars on the Super Bowl on week one, and I would assume probably, in, you know, AFC and division and, 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 you know, correlated props and so forth. They love the Bills. They just love the Bills. And one of the things I think betters are going to be waiting on, Femi, and you see a lot of these, and we're going to get to a couple of these games with Patrick in a Mm -hmm. second. A lot of teaser games here for week one. So I think they're waiting for that extra hook. Get that one teaser (laughs) leg with the Los Angeles Rams. I think that'll be attractive. It's like, oh, Super Bowl champions, even though the Bills are the favorite. To get seven and a half at home with the Super Bowl champs, uh, that could be attractive. Tie this into some teaser legs. Yeah, that, that total might be a little too high for my liking, though, for a teaser. We're speaking with Patrick Everson, sports betting reporter. Uh, Patrick, you mentioned, and that's crazy to me, that the Dallas Cowboys are not even in the top 15 for Super Bowl bets. It's the biggest fan base in the country. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not really super high on them either, so I get why some other folks might not be high on them as well. But what about their week one game hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That's Sunday Night Football. It's Brady at Jerry World. It's going to be a high-profile showdown. What kind of action are the books seeing so far here in July? 
Yeah, this is. I think this is really interesting, and and especially because it'll follow a big afternoon game between the Chiefs and the Cardinals, and 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 maybe not so much teasers, but I'll touch on it in a moment. Money line parlays and parlays and such are going to be could be huge for this. But at the Superbook, Bucks open minus one and a half, get up to two and a half, and again, Casey Degman, senior risk supervisor there, said it's pretty much Bucks in both straight bets and parlays so far. Ticket count two to one, money three to one on the Buccaneers on the road. And remember, this was the season, the regular season opener last year, the Thursday night game last year. A really good game. Mm-hmm. Bucks get the very narrow win. Cowboys get the cover. So I think that's uh, you know that's definitely an interesting one to note. Now at Caesars, slightly different, actually significantly different. Uh, spread betting, almost dead even, right down the middle on tickets. Dallas, ninety-one percent of money. And they actually opened at bucks two and a half and moved down to bucks minus two. So, and on the money line, Dallas is getting the bulk of tickets and money as well. It's basically two to one on tickets and dollars. So, uh, again, just some compare and contrast. Caesars has got a, a much broader footprint than the Superbook. The Superbook certainly has got a good footprint and a reputable space, obviously. But Caesars is spread out a little bit more, and there's more Dallas money coming in at, uh, at Caesars than there is at, uh, at the Superbook. Patrick, uh, one of the bigger movers on week one, and obviously this the Baker Mayfield news is now a couple weeks old, but this was four and a half on the opener. And now all of a sudden just seeing some ones and some one and a halves. Was this something getting better? Was this just the books getting out ahead of the market on the Carolina Panthers who are now are only getting one pretty much everywhere in the market? Right. I, and I haven't heard a great deal on, on that game specifically, but I'm going to – I think – your, the latter is probably what you're looking at there. Just, uh, I, I don't think there were people just racing to, uh, you know, to, to to bet that game off of that move necessarily. Perhaps so. I mean, maybe people saw some value pushed it a little bit, but I think it's just more an, uh, uh, an adjustment where they're ahead of it. Because again, to your point, not high limits and and not a game that really blows your mind. You know, mm-hmm. that's not to say that uh, you know maybe a, a sharp player or two maybe saw some value there and doesn't mind having their money tied up for a few weeks. But even with Baker Mayfield in the mix, I don't think this game blows anybody's mind the way, say, that Bucks cowboys game is mm-hmm. going to, or the Bills-Rams, or the Chiefs-Cardinals. Uh, and if I, if I may, real quick, just stepping back on that Chiefs-Cardinals and the Bucks cowboys yeah. what Casey told me was, look, if we're going to need, with money line parlays, and this is going to be the case, I think, in folks across the country, with money line parlays, the Chiefs, and the, the Chiefs are going to be tied to the Cowboys, no question. They are going to need home dog Cardinals or home dog Cowboys to win outright, or they're going to be looking at, uh, you know, probably a losing Sunday. Wow. Imagine that. They're going to need the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. A, a Cowboys team that won 12 games last year, but that's how far things have gone south here for the Dallas Cowboys through this offseason in 2022. But, I mean, it's still not off the rails just quite yet. He is Patrick Everson, sports betting reporter. Patrick, we always love when you come on to VEASAN. Excellent information as always. We hope to speak with you soon, buddy, and all the best of luck going forward. Absolutely. Thanks to both of you, and yeah, have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. You bet, Patrick. My goodness. We're getting week one betting splits. Mm -hmm. We're getting the information now. Tell you what, man, football is here. I know. When I start looking at, like, teaser legs here, I'm like, okay, (laughs) here we go. Does that surprise you, Dallas, not in the top 15? A little bit, but I think as we get closer and more people come out here for signups and stuff, you'll see more Dallas action. That's really fascinating to see that. We'll talk more about the NFL betting action in week one and also the futures market on the other side and turn our attention to the diamond, the American League MVP. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here in downtown Las Vegas at the Circle Resort and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We just had Patrick Everson, sports betting reporter, with us in the last segment. Some really interesting nuggets Mm -hmm. from Patrick there on the futures market in the NFL and also the week one market. It's interesting because the Las Vegas Raiders, we always predict that they're going to be the worst outcome for the sports books in Vegas. But I thought the Tennessee Titans, number one in the money in the Super Bowl, that was a shocker. Yeah, it is to me, too, because I'm not very high on this team, and it's not just because I'm an Indianapolis partisan. <laughs> I just look at it, and I'm like, you know, I wonder how Ryan Tannehill is going to react to uh, Malik Wills being drift, uh, drafted from Liberty and what's going on there. Derrick Henry is coming back, and he's the favorite for comeback player of the year, but as you get older, running back, those injuries get tougher to get over, so it's like they just think that he's going to resume where he was, and I'm not convinced of that. I'm not saying he's totally washed up, but, you know, Tennessee, I, I think that they really missed Arthur Smith, and he's now, of course, in his second year as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think Downing's a little bit of a downgraded offensive coordinator <laughs> for this team uh, in Tennessee, so... Yeah, I'm not real. I'm not really high on on this team at all. They just, uh, I know they added Robert Woods, and I think that that's a good add, even though they did trade AJ Brown to Philadelphia. But mm. I, I've got I've got my concerns about this team. I, I I'm not, you know, Indianapolis is almost kind of like the default favorite, and I've got concerns about Indianapolis too. Of course, uh, defense. It's going to be a new scheme with Gus Bradley coming in, so it's going to take a while to learn that. Does Matt Ryan have anything left? Uh, I think he still does. I still same. think he has a couple of years, but it's the same thing. It's like they're always switching quarterbacks every single year in Indianapolis. You wish they had a little bit more continuity. Uh, Tennessee, by the way, also Traylon Burks out of Arkansas was their first round draft pick. So we'll see if Ryan Tannehill, the Tennessee Tannehill has been better than the Miami Tannehill, but is he going to revert back to the Miami Tannehill? And that's a little bit of a concern. Boy, he did in that divisional game against Cincinnati. Yes, he did. Good God. That, yeah, that was not the best I, sign. I haven't forgiven him for that one. Late two and a half, closes four. You lose the game by three. Fun times. Fun times were had in that divisional game. Um, but the Titans right now, 35-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. And I almost wonder if the thought process is from betters of, hey, this team was the number one seed in the AFC, mm-hmm. getting them at 35-1, to one, which is dark right. horse territory there. Right. Is, could it be that simple, or are people seeing something else? Because I'm almost wondering, I don't want to make fun of people for betting tennis. No, I, I'm not. Because I'm with you as well. I think I'm, I'm we're, a little we're, we're not. We're not besmirching. I, I almost want to be, okay, what am I missing maybe there that folks are catching on with this Tennessee roster? I'm trying to figure it out, too. And look, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we do get long. Look, nobody saw Cincinnati come in, exactly. and, and somebody yeah. got paid this if they is, bet them for the AFC tickets. So, uh, no besmirching yeah. uh, from uh, this desk. This here. is this is the NFL. Any of these thirty-two teams can win the Super Bowl. It is the ultimate parody. It's not like the better who bet Sacramento Kings to win the NBA yeah. championship. Maybe one, maybe not everyone. Maybe yeah. about twenty-six or twenty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more, right? But the Cincinnati Bengals would have been in that group of five last I know. year that yeah. everyone would have laughed at. Oh, their win total is yeah. five and a half. No chance in hell. 
and they go ahead and they have a drive to win the whole thing. So I've crapped all over uh, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, yeah. your former hometown. So and then uh, Drew Locke's Super Bowl yeah, MVP. Yeah, Drew, Drew Locke's <laughs> going to have like 4,000 yards passing this year. Just but, wait. Yeah, no, I think it is fascinating that Tennessee Titans are getting a lot of money there. The Buffalo Bills, that makes sense because of everyone saw the game that you were mentioning in the couple segments ago about how that might change football, that AFC divisional game between the Chiefs and the Bills. And Buffalo, I thought last year was going to win the Super Bowl. I yeah. was convinced yeah. that they were the best team in the league. I was too. Didn't didn't go their way, unfortunately for them. Um, now everyone's on this bandwagon mm-hmm. for the Buffalo Bills. Is there a weakness? And if it is, if there is a weakness, can that prevent them from fulfilling these sort of Super Bowl favorite expectations? Well, I, I think. Look, we're going to find out how good Brian Dable was. I mean, that mm-hmm. is it. That is a switch when you get a comfort with a coordinator like I think Josh Allen did. And Josh Allen obviously has emerged a little bit. I think, you know, he could still make plays with his legs, but he's willing to kind of hang in there and, you know, hang right there in the pocket and, and, and not panic a little bit. So, look, I think this team is very well coached. I think Sean McDermott is one of the really good young coaches in the league. Yeah. Leslie Frazier, longtime veteran defense. Uh, the secondary, I think, is going to be good and going to be healthy. By the way, it is Ken Dorsey who now is promoted to the OC. Joe yeah. Brady comes in as the quarterback coach. So, you know, maybe not the drop-off that you would think, uh, even though Brian Dable is a, is a, is a loss, certainly. Uh, I'm interested to see who emerges as running back if James Cook, the kid out of Georgia, takes the starting job. Yep, Dalvin from, Cook's little brother. From uh, Devin Singletary. The receivers, uh, look, I, I like the young receivers. Obviously, Gabriel Davis had a big year last year. Can he duplicate that again? They have him. They have Stephon Diggs. They got Jamison Crowder in there. And the kid, uh, uh, Marquez Stevenson, who they drafted out of Houston last year. So they got plenty of weapons on offense. And and I haven't even mentioned Dawson Knox and O.J. Howard at tight end. But it's going to be their defense. Can they get stops in those games? They couldn't get the stops against Kansas City. Kansas City really couldn't get the stops against them. But it was just Mm -hmm. who had the ball last. Can they get those stops in big games? And can they avoid getting complacent. Remember that nine to six game they lost at Jacksonville last year. They had a couple of those performances, the one in Indianapolis where they got blown out 41 to 15 in week 11. So they've got to avoid those pitfalls. You're going to lose a couple games, but you've got to avoid getting complacent against teams that you should be able to beat. But look at those prices from the betting profile. Those prices are almost pricing in that, damn, this is a certainty that they're at least going to get to the AFC Championship game. I mean, you're right now to make the playoffs minus 550, minus 225 to win the AFC East. And I know that they're the the best team in that division on paper, but there's still Bill Belichick in that division. The Miami Mm -hmm. Dolphins made some improvements as well. To win the AFC, 3-1 to to win the AFC when it's probably the strongest conference that we've seen in the last decade. The Super Bowl, 6-1. to To me... You, I, I could never bet those types of prices, even though I believe the Bills are the best team in football. I think mm-hmm. that's what they are. I can't get down with those prices because so much can happen over the course of an NFL season that quickly derails a promising season and turns it into what the Ravens had last year with injuries all over the place and you don't even make the play. And, and most betters, and I don't think there's a rush necessarily to bet the Bills, by the way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get a little bit value, a little bit better of a number in season because if you look at this Patrick schedule. Patrick said there was a rush, though. Number two in money, yeah. number one in ticket. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised to see that. I mean, to tie up your money on a six to one where you may get, <laughs> now it won't, it, it won't drift that much, but yeah. you may get to like a seven to one or an eight to one because if you look, you open at the Rams, mm-hmm. you get Tennessee at home, that's been kind of a sneaky robbery. They've had really competitive games over the last few years. Yeah. Then you got to go to Miami and Baltimore back to back. You have Pittsburgh, who you know still has to work out some things on offense. Still, I think one of the better higher end defenses in the league. And then you go to Kansas City. So none of those games. I mean, they're 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 going to win their fair share, but none of those games are gimmies. And then you have Green Bay after the bye week. I'm going to say it right now: the Bills in those first six games are going to lose three of them. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I, and I'm not saying that that means that they're not going to be a good team. I still think that they're going to be a really good team and a yeah. legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yeah. But I think this could be a similar situation. Where they don't find saw. their stride until yeah, late. It might be go after the bye week, bounce back against Green Bay at home. I believe that's a Sunday night or Monday night game. And then you can kind of find your footing when the schedule lightens up a little bit. But at Rams, at Dolphins, at Ravens, at Chiefs in the first six games of the season – 
I see three losses there for the Buffalo Bills to yeah. where maybe the talk shows are panicking about what's mm-hmm. going on in Buffalo. And mm-hmm. I think as betters, that's the time to strike there and get in on the Buffalo Bills because similar to what we saw last year with the Kansas City Chiefs to where they started the year, I believe it was three and four. At one point, they were 12-1 to one to win yeah. the Super Bowl, 6-1 to one to win the AFC. Now, they didn't do any of those things, but they were seven-point favorites at home in the AFC yeah. Championship game. If you grab that 6-1 to one price, you did about as well as you could have done there for that sort of a, a, a futures bet, at least. Well, and you and you look, they did lose in Tennessee last year, 34-31. to 31. Uh, yep. They also, uh, they boat raced Miami twice. Once was 26-11 at home and then 35 to nothing in week two down there in Hard Rock mm-hmm. Stadium. So don't think Miami doesn't want that crack at them. It's not just the team that wins the AFC or wins the Super Bowl. Teams know, they size each other up. They know who's good. They know Buffalo is the talk of the town and everybody's really touting them. So don't think that these Baltimores and Pittsburghs aren't necessarily lying in wait. So I don't necessarily disagree with you that they could start Mm -hmm. out three and three going into that bye week and then getting Green Bay at home in week eight. Yeah, and that's where they turn it around, in my opinion. That's going to be my buy low spot. Now, maybe... This team is an absolute juggernaut, and they start now, five in terms and one. Of, in terms <laughs> of the buy, like if they go to three and three, I don't know if you're getting double digits to one, but you might get eight to one. Yeah, it might you, get maybe eight to maybe one. as high as ten, but you'll get at least a little drift. So yeah, I don't know what the rush is necessarily. I think the Bills are one of the best teams, but oh, yeah. I wouldn't bet them right now. Yeah, that, to me, I don't think you need a rush at all on this Buffalo Bills team. Patience and timing out when to get into the market is really important, is just as important, in my opinion, of handicapping these teams just from a straight-up standpoint because if you can get a better price later on and the team avoids any significant injuries, Mm -hmm. I think that's the total point to go ahead and buy in. On the other side, we'll go to the diamond, talking MLB Futures MVP and who's going to win the AL Central. We ask that question next here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here. Still a couple people behind us sweating maybe their under tickets. By the way, Giants do have two on. Uh, Shout out to Spoiled, though. Evan Longoria goes long, and they were just uh, showing uh, Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas and company Mm -hmm. were behind the plate there at Dodger Stadium. So uh, she definitely thinks Evan Longoria is a bad guy for spoiling (laughs) that shutout. There you go. There you go. For the folks that are the the late-night crowd. You know your jokes are bad when you You have to do your own rim (laughs) shot. I'm not aware of this Phineas Eilish, though. No, I'm not aware of I know Billy Eilish. I, I, he's some kind of recording artist, but we were talking about it over the break, how plugged out of Top 40 music yeah. we are. Uh, <laughs> the Top 40 countdowns I listen to are like from the 70s and the 80s on the weekend mornings, so that shows you what an old fart I am. Also, uh, there's six runs on the board right now here with the Giants and Dodgers. Um, how many people are outside? Will there be more runs scored in this game than there are people in the sports book right now? What do we got? We're right down to like five people. In oh the man, book. that that is a tough <laughs> prop. Yeah, put that prop up there. Um, but all jokes aside, uh, we're back to sports here, at least back to baseball. Um, after the All Star break, we saw the American League go ahead and win the All Star. Then yesterday, there was no baseball since it was the day after. Dodgers leading the Giants here as they are starting the post All Star break stretch off to a really good start. But now that we're here at the halfway point, mm-hmm. wanted to get your thoughts on MVP, especially in the American League. Right now, Shohei Otani is the favorite at minus 115. Aaron Judge plus 150. Big drop off down to Jordan Alvarez at 10 to 1. Mike Trout 15 to 1. Rafael Devers 18 to 1. Jose Ramirez, who I regrettably bet on in the home run derby, at 30 to 1. Who's your MVP, Wes, right now? As we sit here on July 24th. Well, selfishly, with the 20 to 1 ticket, I will say Aaron Judge uh, before <laughs> before the season. But look, if it goes to Otani, I can't really argue it. I know uh, we've got some people on this network that are more Otani camp. I'm more in the Judge camp. I can't really argue against Otani because what he is doing is absolutely historic. You know, people have referred to him as the unicorn. And look, even in the even in the AL Cy Young, he's not too far down. I don't know if that's what he wins, but it's drifted uh, from the last couple of weeks from 10 to 1 down to 7 to 1. Certainly has shortened his price a little bit, but 
It looks like a two-horse race. It looked like there might be some value in Alvarez a couple weeks ago. I know some people that bet him 15, 16 to 1. But now, you know, he's he's been he had been out for a few games. And, you know, that's where you wonder. And that's what I was talking about earlier at the top of the program is that, okay, is Houston going to be so far ahead in that division where they rest guys? But then now all of a sudden, you look at him. By the way, Alvarez uh, pinch hit in the first game was 2 of 4 in the evening slate. Uh, had a double that drove in a couple runs. So you look, all of a sudden you got the Yankees 64 and 30, and you got 61 and 32. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's still a little case for Jordan Alvarez, but I kind of think that this is a two-guy race at this point. You know, because the baseball MVP awards for the AL and the NL – it doesn't really factor in team success that much because I think that's going to be the conversation for a lot of folks, especially if the New York Yankees continue to roll and end up winning 105 to 110 games. Let's say that Judge hits 55, maybe 58 home runs. Do you think that would be enough for him to eclipse what Otani is doing as a batter and as a pitcher? Or do you think that the voters are going to lean more towards the wins above replacement right. and what Shohei Otani brings to the right. table? Yeah, I, I do think Judge is going to have to get up there in the home runs. By the way, hit another one tonight. Is he at 34 now? Is that the current he has, number? He's at 34 home runs. Yeah, now. so he's going to have to get 55 to 60, I think. And and look, what Judge has done is so impressive, uh, but I don't know if he's going to get all the credit. Now, this is the contract year for Judge, mm-hmm. so he's going to get like a gazillion dollars from somebody next year. But the fact that he's done that and the fact that he stayed healthy, and he was relatively healthy last year, only missed a handful of uh, less than a handful of games. So, but that's always what you worry about with Aaron Judge. Is he going to go down all of a sudden, miss 15 games, and then yeah. it's like, okay, good night now. This race is going to be over. I do think that there is at least a little bit of a will, and that was a will from the voters, and that was part of my looking at Otani a little bit for the Cy Young theory, even though I, I don't think he's the favorite. I think. Right now, it's McClanahan's to lose, but mm-hmm. McClanahan is well ahead in terms of his innings pace, so you wonder if he's going to burn out. Verlander, second choice. Otani now the third choice. Cole has drifted down to fourth, but it feels like the voters want to reward Otani, I think, because there's been some backlash from some of the hot-take sports media. Like, this guy can't be the face of baseball. This guy can't be, you know, your number one guy out there. He doesn't really speak the language and all that, but every time you see video of him, he's mobbed at every ballpark he goes to. So, evidently, he's driving some people. People are paying their money to go see this guy, and and they're enthralled with him. And, you know, remember him at the All-Star game last year? Uh, They loved him. He's the the biggest At the Home Run Derby. My God, he was the biggest star out there. So I think that there is a will from the voters where it's like, we want to reward this guy, you know, because we don't want to be this, oh, he's not American or he doesn't speak the language. So I think sometimes voters will go a little bit out of their way to compensate for that, Mm -hmm. to kind of prove a point, even though he's still deserving of their votes. I'm not saying that, but, you know, you got to take into the mindset when you're playing these and what the voters are going to do. It's not necessarily your opinion. It's the voters opinion. So that's what uh, something you got to take a look at. And with the Angels, like you said, Mike Trout got the MVP. And how many games were they under 500 uh, a couple of years ago? So a million. I mean, unless it's just <laughs> ridiculous, which it's probably going to get for the Angels, quite frankly. And, and that's what I wanted to ask you because right now they're sitting at 39 and 53. They're 21 and a half games back in the AL West. What were they on their hot start, man? Jeez. And, 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 and it's interesting because I feel like there's going to be a faction of voters who say. If I take Shohei Otani off the Angels, there's going to be below 500. If I put him on the Angels, they're going to be below 500. Mm-hmm. So how valuable actually is Shohei right. Otani? Which, in my opinion, I don't really agree with that argument in a vacuum. I don't either, but, but some people will. But people who make right. that argument. No, absolutely. And, and look, and the fact that also when you look at the New York Yankees, because I know that this hasn't been the team award like in some other sports, you know, like in mm-hmm. basketball or in football, but – if you look at this, the Yankees, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but not a lot of people were talking about them to win the no, AL East this quiet. year. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, 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 yeah, they're there, but it was but, Blue Jays, but Blue Jays, we love the Blue Jays, we love the Rays, yeah. and you know, those teams have been very good. The Blue Jays have played solid baseball, even though they fired their manager Montoyo a couple weeks ago, but still seven over five hundred. You look, they're in the toughest division in baseball, too, by the way. The Rays are 10 over 500. Red Sox have kind of come back to earth, but still, with their mm. poor start, they're still 3 over 500. And then there's the Baltimore Orioles at 500 and in last place. So 
that's the toughest division in baseball. So I think that's going to be taken into consideration here. But a lot of that, I think, is going to continue to be what Judge's health is going to be. Yeah, and Judge's health is a big factor in this. And also, I mean, Shohei Otani's health as well. He's putting out a lot of miles out there. With because I believe with this and... contract, he goes to arbitration next year. I'm sure the Angels want to throw whatever they can at him yeah. to go ahead and re-sign him. But he's got the one year where he goes to arbitration, and then he'd be a free agent, I believe, in 2024. Ooh, can you imagine that sweepstakes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. yeah, lock, lock, the, lock this guy up. <laughs> if it's so I mean, even if you're not winning, he and, and Mike Trout are bringing people to the ballpark, yeah. at least. If he hits free agency, uh, he, that's going to be 500, 600 million mm-hmm. or something around that range, especially with what he does as a hitter and as a pitcher. So you would bet on, would you, because you have a judge take at 20 to 1. Yeah. Have you thought about taking minus 115 with Shohei Otani, or have you already taken some of Shohei Otani at the plus money prices uh, about a month? I actually, I actually haven't done anything with it. Okay. So, uh, you know, that's something that could as we get closer to the season because I don't know how much more of a favorite. Look, he could rise and maybe be eventually $2, and obviously if Judge gets hurt, and then you're going to see Otani at like minus four or 500 <laughs> yeah. So and then it's like, okay, can't really hedge now, so just mark that off as an L. Yeah. No, it's interesting because I, I think – Otani, if he continues at this pace that he's at with the pitching, maybe he can get into the Cy Young race because I'm sure there are some people, and I was talking with John Goulet, our, our program director, earlier today. He made the point that maybe the voters end up giving Otani the Cy Young Award. That was kind of my Judge theory the, a couple the, the, weeks ago. Yeah, and they give Judge the MVP. But if, if Otani keeps hitting the way he's hitting and then also pitching the way he's pitching, it, it's going to be hard for them to not give him the most valuable player award. Just even with all the record and the Angels being kind of in the dumpster fire that they are right now, which is still incredibly hard to believe Mm -hmm. that you can have two of the best players in baseball and on July 21st be 14 games under 500. But that goes to show you baseball is a team sport. It's not just two guys that create a roster. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) And then, uh, you know. That's the more intriguing race. It's like nobody ever talks about the National League race either. Which is weird because Goldschmidt right now, even money, Manny Machado plus 550. He's back from injury. Maybe he heats up mm. for the second half. Pete Alonso 7 to 1, Mookie Betts 11 to 1. Maybe Freddie Freeman at 14 Austin to 1. Austin Riley at 14 to 1 for the Braves would be the one down the board if you don't have anybody involved at there this standpoint. Well, Goldie's been slugging it out there with the St. Louis Cardinals there. So uh yeah, it's 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 an interesting race. The American League MVP. Uh it's going to be fascinating to see how this unfolds. On the other side, we'll get to the AL Central and then also turn our attention to and, tomorrow's full slate. And a tie game now in Dodger Stadium. Oh, and a tie game in Dodger Stadium. A grand slam. We were joking. The Giants were like 12 yeah. or 14 to 1 to go ahead and win this game. Billy Eilish is now we got to stay for the conclusion of this. They're live. You can't beat that LA traffic tonight. We got a game at Dodger Stadium. We'll talk about it next year on the night. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools in the live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. You're running out of days, folks. That's what I'm telling you. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Welcome back. This is the final segment of the Nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Bebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. The look ahead is coming up next after us with Dan Leach out in Motor City. Yeah, it looks like they're going to they're gonna still be looking at a late baseball game here. Be. This is going late into the hours, by the way, only the, in the bottom yeah, of the seventh. I was gonna say, how is that possible? Yeah, this is, this is a slow game, and it's gotten slower because Darren Ruff with a big fly, a grand slam, mm-hmm. as we were going to break in the top of the seventh. So now all tied at five. This was a uh, five-nothing uh uh, look, uh, I thought Dave Roberts made a little bit of an error here uh, taking oh, out really? Caleb Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, Dave Roberts making some uh, pitching decision errors. I'm Imagine shocked. that. Uh, yeah, Caleb Ferguson was absolutely rolling here. Let him eat some innings for you, and he did not elect to do that. Paid the price for it. It is now five apiece, uh, one out in the bottom of the seventh. Brebion for the Giants. Mookie Betts uh, coming up to bat. But, yeah, Mitch White only went 82 pitches. Mitch White, by the way, a really good effort. Five innings. Mm. Uh, didn't, you know, walk two, struck out one, gave up one hit. But, yeah, Ferguson was rolling along. And then they put in Bickford, and uh, Vesey is the one that gave up the home run. But Bickford's the one that loaded the bases. And congratulations to the folks who bet the over in this game. That closed seven and a half after getting bet down from eight and a half at mm-hmm. open. One swing of the bat, ten runs on the board here uh, in the bottom of the seventh. Right now the live number is Dodgers minus 170, Giants plus 140. So we're all we're, – we're, a little still favoring the Dodgers yeah. what the, the pregame line was. But, I mean, after that swing of the bat, the grand slam, this thing really flipped because we were joking earlier in the show that 12-1, to 1, mm-hmm. you could have found the San Francisco Giants at on the money line. The Dodgers were as prohibitive as minus 3,000. Yeah. Mookie Betts, by the way, just hit a rocket there. A nice uh, grab by the shortstop Estrada for the Giants. So uh, two outs, bottom seven. So we'll keep our eyes on that. But the look ahead will get you home with this Giants, I should say Giants, San Francisco Giants and L.A. Dodgers game as they wrap things up over there over by the ravine. Um, wanted to ask you about the AL Central because I have placed a bet on the Chicago White Sox to win the AL Central. I finally decided to do it. I've been asking for a month about is this the buy spot? Is this the buy spot? Mm-hmm. And the way they played against the Minnesota Twins to wrap up their first half of the season, I thought was, okay, this is the sign here. Three games back. It's go time. Plus 140. I have the ticket. Who do you think wins this division? Do you think it's the White Sox who ascend into the second half of the season, or maybe the Twins or the Guardians perhaps can fight them off? I still think it's the White Sox. By the way, they took three or four from Minnesota heading into the break, and that's just good momentum. Now they're at 500. They've kind of been, you know, just a couple games under 500, get to 500, never quite been able to clear it, but I think that they're going to clear it pretty shortly. Big series, by the way, with the Guardians on the south side this weekend. So, you know, you at least got to take two or three, you would think. But you mentioned the White Sox schedule easy, and the fact that they finally got healthy, I think. You know, this is not a team – that necessarily, you know, if you look at them, they don't walk a lot, but they don't really strike out a lot. They just haven't been getting on bases regularly, and now they finally are, I think, with everybody back, Robert back and Anderson back, and I know uh, Jimenez battling a leg, so he might be out. He's listed as questionable officially for tomorrow to start that series with Cleveland on the south side, but he's back. He might miss a couple games. I haven't heard anything, and he hasn't been put on the DL or anything like that, but... What it's going to come down to is that starting pitching. 
Yeah. And 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 they've got to be better. Uh, Giolito has got to be better. Uh, Lance Lynn especially has got to be better because he was injured, did not make his first start, I believe, until June. So that's what you got to see. But I'm with you. I, th- I think you got on the right track there with the Chicago White Sox. I just think, you know, they they proved something, I think, to themselves, you know, smacking around the Minnesota Twins like they did. We know where they kind of put that thought in their mind, like, we're coming. Mm-hmm. We're coming, guys. Uh, keep our seat warm because we are <laughs> coming for you guys and we are coming hard. And they absolutely, you know, have have done so right now. 46 and 46. Uh, I know people are a little lukewarm on the White Sox because, look, Tony La Russa, yeah. Hall of Famer, obviously. But Tony La Russa, you know, it's a bygone era. And, you know, this is a different game now. So some of his decision-making, how he manages his pitchers, a uh, little bit questionable. Uh, another guy for the White Sox, though, that I think might be due some regression because the XFIP is about a run and a half higher in the ERA. Johnny Cueto has not been all that bad. He's not the Johnny Cueto I was accustomed to in Cincinnati and San Francisco. Doesn't really strike out as many guys. Only seven per nine innings. But he's at least been a stabilizing force because they'd be several games under 500, I think, mm-hmm. if you didn't have him and, and Dylan C's really going and uh, – doing what they've been doing we'll get to the nl central tomorrow and some of the other divisions as well the playoff races a lot to break down in mlb but i want to get to tomorrow's games while we have about five minutes left here in the show starting with the game that's going on in queens between the san diego padres and the new york mets it's you darvish it's max scherzer on the mound the mets minus 185 the consensus line right now the favorite or rather padres i should say plus 155 totals at six and a half winner gets juan soto just kidding but it's gonna be a big game in the national league there uh what do you make of this game whether it be the side or the total you know we we keep waiting a little bit for the mets to fall back to earth because it's like okay this is the time of year they always get that big pitcher injury Degrom and all those guys but they had them early in the season yeah they got them out the Degrom and scherzer and now you look at this bunch uh by the way uh 58 and 35 a the Braves have been one of the hottest teams in baseball, and they still can't catch these guys. Hell, the Philadelphia Phillies, I think, have been pretty solid. And it's like all they can now do is pretty much settle for the wild card because they are way too far back to catch the New York Mets. So looking at the price, we've seen the under already get bad from seven. I think seven was the opener minus $1.22 at a notable faraway place. And now you're seeing six and a half, <laughs> one fifteen, one twenty, juice the over. Uh yeah, a small lean maybe to Darvish. This is a big price. I, I think the Padres staff has actually been pretty solid this year. Uh, just looking at it, I know uh, Mad Max just keeps doing it. Six and one and eleven starts, eleven point seven five strikeouts per nine innings, two twenty two ERA, two ninety xFIP. Hard to bet against that, but small lean to the Padres. But as of now, no bet for me. What about in the American League East? The Yankees and the Orioles. We talked about this game a little bit earlier on in the show saying that a series against Baltimore used to be a cakewalk. Now it Mm -hmm. is no longer that the Yankees are minus 160, the favorite with Jameson Tyone on the mound, the Orioles plus 135, the home dog total sitting at nine juice to the under. Tyler Wells has been relatively solid this year, seven and five and 18 starts. Doesn't really strike out a lot of guys. 338 on the ERA, 463 on the fielding independent pitching. So he has been one of those guys that has just been solid, not great or really gaudy numbers. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Jamison Tyone uh, for the Yankees, really the whole staff has been solid this year. But 10-2 and and 18 starts, doesn't really strike out a lot of guys, but he doesn't walk a lot of guys, only a little bit over one walk per nine innings. Uh, 386 on the ERA, pretty much the same on the XFIP, but... This is one of those games I, I think you're going to get at least a solid effort out of the O's here because we're 500 and we get the Yankees coming in. This is like a huge game. It's probably going to be a big crowd at Camden Yards tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, uh way I would look at this, uh, I, I don't know. I would small lean to the uh, Orioles, perhaps maybe taking them plus one and a half, lay a little bit of money on that run line. Uh, but I like the under in this one, and you can still get some nine flats or some 115s out there in the overnight. And real quick, we've got about a minute left for the games here. Shohei Otani is on the mound tomorrow, taking on the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. The Braves minus 150, the favorite. Angels plus 130, the road dog. Total sitting at seven. Yeah, he's against uh, Charlie, my favorite Morton. Uh, he hadn't been my favorite Morton, though, this year because <laughs> he's had some struggles a little bit. That back end of the Braves rotation, especially Ian Anderson, Charlie Morton, been kind of disappointing this year. ERA is above about four and a half for both of these guys. Uh, Strider and Freed and Kyle Wright have really carried it for them. But uh, 
I think Otani, look, he's going to get the money because Charlie Morton has just not been what he's been. He's been striking out guys, but he's been walking guys too. I think it's like 3.36 per nine innings for one Charlie Morton. So uh, uh way I would be looking at this, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to go ahead and take Otani here because I think that's what the market is going to do. I'm going to see if they're going to hit him tomorrow and see if maybe I can lay. Right now it's a dollar forty-five. Maybe I can lay a dollar thirty-five or less with Morton, and that's where I would lean. Can we pull up that ROI for the Angels again? I I mean, I just I got to see this. Again it's stunning, myself. isn't it? It just it was absolutely ridiculous. If you're a hundred dollar better, I believe this is for the unit size. The ROI on the Angels can yeah. be down more than $2,400. Remember, remember how hot of a start they got off to? Even uh, resident VEASAN cynic and also fan of the Angels, John Von Tobel, were like, hey, maybe this guys are good because every year I talk with JBT, what about the Angels? He's like, just wait, Wes. The pitching is going to be horrible just come the summertime, and we've seen it. Blast that team to the moon. Get yeah. them all the way out of my Yeah, and, and that lineup's <laughs> not much to uh, – praise either but keep Shohei and Trout down here though we want to keep watching those guys play basketball or baseball I should say that does it for the show this evening thank you to Eric Eager Greg Beecham and Patrick Everson for West Reynolds I'm Femi Bebefe and our entire crew here at Circa wishing you all the best of luck the look ahead with Dan Leach coming up next year on VC. Before you place your next bet, visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tools and miss our unique tools and miss our unique tools and miss our unique At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.